tuned in to Mastering Mitzvahs. Mastering Mitzvahs. A podcast focused on creating the perfect bar and bat mitzvah celebration. Offering tips, tricks, and trends to ensure an amazing event. Mastering Mitzvahs. From New Jersey's own explosive entertainment. Explosive entertainment. I know you're going to dig this. And here they are. Your hosts, Jordan Marshall and Mike Langzer. All right, Mastering Mitzvahs, episode 40. Jordan, we did it. That's a big number for us. 4-0. 40. And we got Dylan in the house today also. 40 is too high of a number. I can't count that high, guys. Come on. You think we're going to make it to 50, 80, 100? If we make it to 100, we throw a big party and we'll like podcast from the party. I like that. I like that a lot. A podcast party. I'm all about it. So I, I have an idea for a very interesting podcast. This one just hit me this morning while I was showering when I do my best thoughts, apparently. It's how to get more out of your, your vendors. I mean, it, it, it's something simple enough, but this podcast should be chock full of nuggets and useful information for our listeners. Um, what do you guys think? Well, I, this, was, this was born out of necessity because we got a couple, um, we got some feedback. Uh, people reached out to us on our social media sites and, and industry people, and you guys were out in uh, the DJ Collective, and don't worry, we held things down here. Um, and... Your podcast, this podcast, was the talk of the town, and so vendors are listening to it as well. So I think that it's really important that we address both from the client perspective and the vendor perspective, because I believe that it's going to be valuable for everyone. Yeah, it's cool that, uh, you know, regardless of what facet you put yourself in in this industry, that, you know, we, we hit on uh, as much as we can to try to help whoever we can who's doing good work, you know? So so to, before we get into to reverse engineer this, this is how to get more out of your vendors but also how not to push them over the edge where they don't want to work with you. Because let's be real. I mean, we keep it as real as we can on this podcast. There's some clients that are just tough. Mm -hmm. And they just don't seem to appreciate everything that we do. And then it makes it harder on us. And you know, we'd like to say that you know we're fair all across the board. But those that are good to us, we're good to in reverse. And so, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even say they don't appreciate it, Mike. I think that like our, the clients as a whole don't realize how intricate this job really is like some people still think we're like you know or equate us to being you know djs that set up out of the back of the car we're setting up a couple of speakers and playing some music but you know over the years it has obviously um molded itself into being much much more so i I think you know being able to educate the clients properly on what goes on behind the scenes with us will will be great for everybody so So we want to keep this this is a very positive podcast yeah so clients who are listening, this is how to get more out of your vendors, whether it's a DJ, a band, photographer, videographer, even your venue. Yep. What are the key things that you could do to get more for less, you know, get more at a discount, get more uh, of their personality, more of their style, just get, get more, you know? And the very first thing that I want to say is, you know, right at the booking process, you know, be cool. Like, ask questions, you know, set your expectations uh, show your excitement. I mean, that, 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 let's start right there, the booking process. So I think that on the whole, and we're going to get pretty scientific, ready? Because that's what I do. Um, on the whole, event professionals are normally extroverts. And extroverts feed off of other people's personalities, right? They're really energized by someone else's personality. So if you use your personality by being engaged, by asking questions, by showing interest, just like you would want from them, they get more jazzed up. And I can tell you right out of the gate, like if I 
like a vendor or a client's personality, I'm normally often more excited to give them the world from 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 the jump. And look, we treat everyone to the best that we can, but I'm excited. I, I know that like I circle certain dates on my calendar because I'm so excited to work for this family or with this vendor because I know how much fun I have with them. So I think that that's part of it is knowing that feeding off of each other's energy is going to be a big positive and that's one way to get more. Uh, yeah, more. It'll get you more. Right? I mean, and Jordan, uh, right in the sales process, what what can a client do to, you know, really win you over? Oh, man. Win me over. It's so funny because we're always looking for, to win them over, you know. <laughs> but um, I, 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 I'm going to ride the coattails on what you just said. I think, you know, being excited and energized and showing creativity. I love families that kind of... Um, have a little bit of an idea or like like to get creative or you know think outside the box a little bit like um, either with a branding issue or a logo or a design or you know some sort of theme that's outside the box uh, like we did um, you know the uh, the mat mania you know what I mean like something like different like like pro wrestling you know what I mean like as opposed to basketball and you know soccer and sports and, and music these are all great themes and stuff like that, but people that think outside the box a little bit, you know, and uh, and do some different stuff, you know, I like that a lot. Uh, it allows me to get creative. Plus, it lets me know that my client is already kind of creating, so I can add on to that. Right. Um, it's just a good segue. So, uh, one of the things that I think, uh, I love when I see on social media that the clients instantly like our page. You know, they you have a good appointment, they go home, they like your page, yep. they start liking pictures, um, I think one of the greatest things a client could do is start posting on their own page. Oh my God, just met with you know Explosive Entertainment. So excited that they're going to be my DJ. Now they're putting it out. They're actually acting as a form of advertisement for you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean that that is my first tip. I would say is you know right from the get go, be cool with the vendor, but then follow them socially and, and comment on their stuff. I mean, show them that you care. I mean that's. I mean, if you're going to go to the point of booking them, then you should. Be all in on all their product, right? So if it's social media and it's website-based and it's video-based, I mean, some of my favorite posts are when families repost a video that I posted because they're excited about their own date. Yeah. And it should be. Like, that's why we do that stuff is for us to engage with you. And if we see you sharing it, well, then we're more likely to be like, well, I want to produce a cool video for them too. Right. Right. Right? I mean, Jordan, think think about one of our favorite clients, Peggy. Uh Uh-huh. Anytime somebody posts on you know the Manalvin residence page, anybody know a good DJ? Peggy Acavella hasn't been a client of ours in I can't even tell you how many years, and she still has the bug. Uh-huh. Like, she's yeah. like booking so, like events tomorrow. You know? I, and and you know now if Peggy were to call today and say, "Hey, I want you guys to do a party," I mean I feel so in debt to her for the mm-hmm. thousands of times she's posted on our behalf. I, I mean the client she's brought us, the party she's brought yeah. us, like. So I guess that's a really good takeaway right there is be an, be an ambassador for your for the vendors you hire. They'll be mm-hmm. eternally grateful and they're most likely going to be able to give you the world. So so great transition. Jordan, how many times this week do you feel like you heard a loan? I'm going to get you so much business. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, that that it usually comes down to like you know, either like I get a lot of that with like people that are doing, you know, either charity events or doing like, and you know, we do our own, uh, our own form of charity here. We definitely, you know, give back to that, but you know, over and over with school stuff, you know, functions that are even, even down to the midst of too, where people are like, Hey, listen, you know, by being in front of my crowd, you're going to get so much exposure, so right. much recognition, you know, and 
you kind of want to be like, I feel like these clients think they're, they they came up with that slogan. Like, they're, they're the ones that invented that. They're, they're like, the only party with 150 Right. Guests. I'm like, yo, dude, the person that just left said the same exact stuff. You know what I mean? So, like, so I, I, I want to say put your money where It's appreciated. Is. Yeah. Like, and I'm going to say, let's ask for it. In, instead of saying, I'm going to get you so much business, just do it. Like, just do it. Like, there's nothing better than getting a referral where the phone rings and says, you know, Mrs. Schwartz told me to give you guys a call. Right. Well, now again, I would feel in debt to Mrs. Schwartz much more than her promise that she may get us right. Um So, you know, that that's another one. I mean, really, you know, act upon it. Send we'll it we'll tackle, we'll, we'll tackle, empty promises is a whole other podcast, Mikey. We'll, <laughs> we'll tackle that issue another day. <laughs> um, and I'm going to go back to Jordan for a second, but... We do a lot of community events. Yeah. When you see our families attending these things, whether it's Jersey Freeze, Fourth of July, the uh, National Night Out, don't you feel like you have like a fan or a follower? Yeah, I mean, like that, like that's huge because, in all honesty, like those are town events. You know what I mean? Which is cool. It's a place to go. It's a place to hang out. But there's no formal invite for that where that person needs to be there. So like, it's cool that like. They could do anything in the world on that holiday, and they chose to be at an mm-hmm. event that you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, when we do school events, and, and you guys are there, and you make a big deal about when you see us, like, that's so much fun. I get invigorated when I go out and do the small school, back-to-school barbecue, and everyone just came home from camp, and they see us for the first time, and their mitzvah is this year. They're, you know, they're graduating sixth graders, and they're all there. It, it is like a fan club, and, like, I then look at that like, oh my God, I need to show them how much I care. And, you know, they go, they go about it and do it that way. Like, I love that stuff. I have families who want to take photos with us and then post it. Like, we saw our DJ at the mall. I'm like, yeah, we did. That's awesome. (laughs) See, see again, Dylan, would you give, I, it's hard to say this, but I mean, would you give more to that fan of yours that keeps popping up at events and liking your page and tagging things? Versus the client that just calls and, you know, asks for prices and, you know, you never talk to them. So at the very, very least, when you have a connection with a family that's super dope, um, you want to do more for them on site. So maybe if like I had extra stages laying around that weekend, I'd throw it on their event just to beef it up just because I want to. Or if I have like, yeah. yeah. So if I have something available and they don't ask for it, I might throw it on just because I want to because I want to do right by them. Right. If they brought in a, you know, a bunch of families that are calling and say, hey, we heard that you're dealing with such and such a family. We want to deal with you too. Well, that's great. And I'm willing to then, you know, even if you didn't ask, I'm going to throw on the extra stage. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what I can to get the videographer to make you an extra video well, editor or something let, like that. Let's talk about those things that we could do to go the extra mile. I mean, uh, we believe we always you know, put 110% forward. But what are some of the perks or added benefits that we could do for some of our biggest fans you know well at the very least let's say the only shop in town let's say the only event we are going to go out of our way to ensure that the biggest baddest most impressive team is there Mm -hmm. like like period um to give you an example i have a family who has been my biggest fan club for you know a decade now the roberts family and the roberts family have been bringing us business we're on our third event with them i feel like we've been working them for like a decade and they have a dancer that they really, really love. Her name is Shauna. And Shauna hasn't worked with us full, full time as a dancer for a long time because she is a ballerina in New York. Like she's actually on shows and whatnot. Awesome. But I will go out of my way to see if Shauna can come 
down do that one. Yeah. and do the event. And it may cost us a couple extra dollars, but they built a connection with Shauna through the different events that we've done with them. So I have no problem spending the extra money to get Shauna down here. Right. Right? And certain things like that. Like we take all of your your all of your information to heart. Like it's personal to us. So that's one way. Another way that we do it is look, we know what we have available and we know what it costs to produce it. But if we have the extra stages or the extra lighting or the extra props from two weeks ago, we'll throw that on your event because we want to. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been times where I've added a lighting tech just because I want the what otherwise automated lights to be programmed specific to the songs. Right. So those are little things that we have at our arsenal that you guys as clients wouldn't even think about. I, and I, throw it I, I do the same in multimedia and, you know, um, sometimes I'll take a logo that a client gives me and I'll make several versions of it and then animate it and, you know, like, you just know you want to go that extra mile because that client has just been so good yeah. to you. I mean, I know for me on my, on, on that end too, like, you know, like I'm always out trying to capture the highest quality media for like myself, advertising wise, stuff like that. And, you know, sometimes a, a client might not even have a media package or a, or videography package booked with us. They were great. They spent money. They were awesome. I might have my guy just cut up Jordan, I, I a rendering. I didn't try this yet, but and send it out. We had a client call yesterday. She said, "I saw this amazing little sixty-second video of a party, like, and, and it was so awesome. How do I get that? You know." And I, so luck of the draw, that event that you were referring to, we had a media person. Jordan wanted to shoot content, you know. But yeah, I mean that that That's kind it. of thing. Yeah, clients get a lot of perks when they're. Well nice. liked by us. <laughs> just, nice. Just be well, nice. Be a person. So, so how about how about this? I I I knew that I'm looking at our notes here, and I don't think that this is on there. But how about that they respect us as people? I know that your event is super important to you, but calling on a Sunday at seven o'clock when I'm with my wife or when I'm with my family, and expecting the full attention. And I know this is a once in a lifetime event for you, but this is a job and a very great job at that. But Understanding that we're people is a great way. I have families that I love that will email me and say, I know it's the weekend. I know you're probably out rocking events. Right. Get back to me on Monday. Huge. And that's super huge because right. I know that they respect that I have right. a life as well. Right. So I look at that. I'm like, wow, they get it. I'm already in a better mood as opposed to someone saying, you need to reach out to me right now because my event is in four weeks and I need to talk to you about this, 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 and I understand that it's super important. And because, it's, Saturday, just like and, and, and right. because it's Saturday at three o'clock and I'm off, you should be off. Right. Kind of. And look, we get it. We we are flexible knowing that you have full-time jobs, yeah. that you'll call us at five o'clock, and we allot that into our workday. But calling at 8.30 is really tough for us. We have families. We have dinner plans. We have... Other meetings with other people. We have pets that need to be walked, dude. Right? Doggies that need to, that need That's butt right. scratches. Come on now. So having <laughs> having that boundary and understanding is really important, at least from a respect level. Right. And I love that. So I, yeah, I, I wrote one down here on the list that is a little difficult for some people, but I, I, you know, if you have multiple kids, and we're talking about mitzvahs here, and you have the ability to book two dates at the same time, you're gonna get so much from us, like. You know, a lot of families say, if you do a good job, my second kid's coming up. Mm-hmm. But if you happen to know the two dates, I'm not even saying leave a second deposit, but say, hey, can you hold it? Can you hold date number two? Or can I give you $100 towards date number two? Mm-hmm. And as long as date number one goes great, you definitely got my business. And I guarantee you're going to find huge discounts knowing that we're going to yep. get not one but two party out of you. And, and we do, you know, anytime that there's siblings, we hope that we win you over for the second time but 
kind of going in there knowing in advance that you blocked out two dates, that's huge. I was also, you know, just to piggyback off, off the booking idea too, Mike, um, with big families and stuff, we also understand that, you know, in families with two, three, four kids, it's tough Very. to take them around from place to place and have them there. But whether we do the appointment here at our office or with you, try to set yourself up in an atmosphere where it's okay for you to retain the information. You know, not where the the kids are going to be running around, you know, maybe breaking stuff or whatever. And you got to, you know, dedicate all your attention toward keeping them cool. And you didn't really get what we were trying to yeah. give that, to you. It kind of goes along with what you know? Dylan was just saying about like yeah. respecting us and our time. I mean, how many times is uh, you meet with somebody like, well, listen, we're going to have to do another appointment because my husband couldn't make it. Right. Well, what was the point of today? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like right. not to be so blunt or so. Well, we say yeah. it all the time. We say it all the time that like I know that you're booking us for a five hour bar mitzvah, but there's no shot we don't dedicate a hundred hours of working time to doing your event perfectly. Well, and it also tables in and planning and processing and phone calls yep. and emails and Absolutely. set design and all that stuff. Or the people that think that that still goes into like the client too. That's like, hey, you know, I know it's early to book this. You know, or I know it's I, we have plenty of time, but in, in the sense of it, uh, you know, you don't really. You know what I mean? Like, we get the dates as you guys get the dates, and it's going to be here before you know it. Yeah. Our talent list is amazing, and it's not gigantic. Yeah. So once that talent's gone, it's gone. You know what I mean? So the people who are, you know, even come to us and say, oh, I know we have plenty of time or whatever, like, yeah, in a sense you do to put it all together, but, you know, we want you to know that, Initially booking that talent, that's going to be the, the big determining factor for how your dance floor is kind of going to be narrated that day and what you want. So it's better to, you know, get that talent when they're available and make sure it's all good rather yeah. than run into the problem later down the road. Yeah, and uh, along with booking, you know, multiple children, booking multiple services. I mean, maybe you don't have multiple mm-hmm. children or maybe you don't have the ability to book multiple events at the same time, but multiple services. Like, you know, there, there are clients that will shop every last item and, you know, hey, how much is your photo booth? Well, I got it $10 cheaper up the street. How much is your montage? I got it $10 cheaper up the street. Or, hey, Jordan, if I get a photo booth, a montage, staging, a zap guy, uh, and a videographer all for you, what can you do for me? That's a way different approach than the first I just mentioned. Right. Um, so, you know, it kind of goes with like nickel and diming, but we try to bundle our prices. You know, so um, when a client says, hey, I want to get all these things from you. I want a one-stop shop. I trust you. I trust that you will manage all these services great. I guarantee you'll see a lot of line item discounts. It's and, really your delivery. Well, I mean, we, it's we, delivery. Light, we light up at when they say we need a one-stop shop to do all of these things because we know that we have a great product and we want to produce every aspect that we possibly can. Right. If I feel like I'm, I'm like price competing with like three other companies just to well, find the best price. we said it before like, in, in passing. I don't know if we ever said it on the podcast, but... Um, Big Daddy mentions this to us maybe 10 years ago. He says, if the first words out of your mouth is how much does this cost, we're probably not the right fit for you mm-hmm. because we base ourselves at a talent premium. Mm-hmm. If you want us, then it comes associated with a bigger talent or, or a bigger price, but you're going to get heart, soul, sweat, blood, tears, and my time, Creativity, which, yeah. is the most, which is the most important thing and the most valuable thing that we have. So if that's the case, nickel and diming is... Not insulting, but it's like it feels as though we're on the defensive at that point. Mm-hmm. Like we want to earn your business, but the pricing isn't the only way that we try to earn it. We try to separate ourselves and 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 vibe it that way by delivering a product that is unique, special, different, exciting, and transcendent for your specific. 
Yeah, and, right. and again, we're we're not selling widgets. It's not like the anything that we sell can be reproduced identically somewhere else. I mean, it's an experience, and it's hard to put a price on experiences. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I see it. I see it a lot, especially in really competitive areas where there's a lot of DJ companies. Um, they'll say, "This is the package that we got from such and such. Match it." Right. Well, okay. Like I'm already on the defense. I'm already on the. Like I don't feel connected to you. I feel like. All right, you want to buy the hamburger from over there or over there? Right. You're telling me that the hamburger tastes the same. Well, I'm telling you it doesn't. Right. Right? So I always try to frame it like, let's get to know each other. And that's not my, that's not a sales thing. That's a, a personality thing. Yeah, it's like, a want to get to know you kind of thing. Right? I don't want to, I understand how valuable your money is. You're going to have to send your kids to college or, or buy them a car. And we don't want to put you in jeopardy of doing that. But we also need to understand that we're not selling widgets well, here. Well, you know what? Let, let's say that, the piggyback that should be set your expectations as a client. If you go in and say, listen, we're on a budget. Um, we want to have a nice party. We would understand that and respect it. If you say, I want the coolest, newest, hottest, everything that you offer. And then. But you're not willing to budge on any numbers. That's pricing, the tricky, we got yeah, part. Like, we got, we're like, well, what's up? <laughs> you know, right. You Again, you. You know, using a car as an example, you don't walk into a Lexus dealership with a Honda budget. Right. You know, you know what you're walking into. So, uh, to some extent with us, you know, again, it, it, you know, we sell a lot of shiny, nice toys. Like, we want you to be interested in all of these things, but know what's realistic also. And, I mean, uh, let's say, what, what is realistic? I mean, looking at price lists, you know, 5%, maybe 10% off of line items is here or there. But, you know, hey, can you do this for half price? That's, that's not a realistic approach. Right. Sure. Sure. And we have families all the time that ask us, like, hey, uh, what's your send me, a, send me the menu of options. Send me the pricing. Well, that's a loaded question for us. So every time I hear that, I'm like, oh, great. Right. Now, they're, they're not interested in our talent. They're interested in the, in the bottom line. And you should be interested in the bottom line. We're not saying that's not important. We're not. Right. What we are saying is if you call us and the first thing that you say is how much does it cost, or send me a list of packaging and pricing, we're just gathering information, automatically it's like, all right, well, you're not really interested in hearing why we're great. So uh, I, I, my very first email this morning, I actually love the repeat client, and last year we did uh, Black Friday specials. So I guess she was waiting around to see if we were gonna do Black Friday specials, which we, didn't, we chose not to do this year. So she sent an email, it was great, it was a really nice email. Hey Mike, hope you had a great holiday, I hope everyone's good with your friends and your family. Um, noticed you didn't do any Black Friday specials, did I miss them? Is there anything I should know about? Um, and I instantly wrote back, we didn't offer any this year, but let me know what you want, we'll take great care of you as a repeat customer. And she instantly wrote back, I love working with you. To me, that client is gonna get so much more than the client that was just as Looking for a Black Friday special. Yeah, well, realistically. It, it, well, it goes back delivery. to just, it goes back to just she's paying attention and she's got her hands she's and, a fan. and eyes. Yeah, she's, she's a fan. She's excited. Yep. She's a fan. You know, dude, we did right? the first party. She follows us on social media. Like, you know, I, I know she's referred us people. I, I I will do anything I can to make her super happy. Right. And what a great email. I mean, that was my first email this morning. And I didn't feel like she was like waving a coupon in my face, but instead she uh, delicately said, Hey, is there any way I can get a discount without actually asking for it? Right. It was really um, cool. Well, that goes to things like uh, just being in touch with us, right? Like, that's, that's just important. We like that stuff, yep. 
right? She wasn't overbearing. She wasn't demanding. She was excited about it. Yeah, and right? she probably genuinely thought she might have missed something because we did it last year. Yeah, it was great. So yeah. I love that. So uh, the, the last one I want to talk about, I don't know if you guys have any other ones. This one's a little sensitive, but uh, it's gratuities. And, you know, gratuities generally happen at the end of an event, and it's always so much appreciated. But a couple of tricks, I would say, with gratuity to really get the company or vendor, whoever you rock with, to do a little more for you is not necessarily wave it in their face early, but you kind of do. Like, at a final appointment, ask, hey, you know, what's common for gratuities or how do I go about giving gratuities? Like, knowing that in advance means, all right, let me go the extra mile because I know they're going to take care of the crew. I always, and I always try to mention it in my sales meetings at the end. Like, I'll mm-hmm. always, that'll always be like the last thing I'll close. I'll be like, hey, do you guys have any other questions? We handled all your formalities, your final paperwork, everything's good to go. Are you guys ready to rock? Anything else? And when they say no, I'm like, that's cool. I'm like, the only other thing I wanted to mention and bring up is just, you know, gratuity to the crew. They work really hard. Um, you know, and I'll even say at the same time, like, you don't have to worry about us as owners. Don't worry about that. It's fine. Just take care. And normally they will anyway, just right. because, you know, they're good people. And But once they hear that and they see that, like, and then they'll, they'll at least engage the conversation with me. Well, what, what's normal? How much knowing, is good? Knowing that gratuity is forthcoming definitely is exciting for the team. Yeah. Um, I've noticed that when families show up to the event and say, like, let's talk about at the event. We just talked about, like, at the final planning meeting four weeks beforehand, two weeks beforehand, whatever. If if you shoot us an email saying, hey, you know, what's what's gratuity like? That's one thing. Another way to do it for actual performance the day of. I'm not saying we're working any harder or any less. You're going to give the example of what happened to me this Saturday, so go ahead. We will work... Blood, sweat, and tears all the way through the end of the last song. However, I have seen our dance teams and our DJs light up when the gratuity envelope is given in the very, very, very beginning. Yep. When they show up and they give the MC or they give the DJ the the envelope ahead of time and saying, we know you rock. We've loved every minute of this. Thank you. Well, you thanked us before we even did anything, and now all we get to do is party with you. Like, yeah. we don't feel like we're working for a tip. We feel as though we now have to earn that. Like, we did it, right? Yeah, right. So that, that happened to me this past Saturday. Now, I don't ever touch the envelope until <coughs> the very end. I don't I don't look inside of it. But uh, my family that I worked with this past Saturday was so amazing, and they gave us a, a nice envelope at the very start. And I when we did our pre-shift with the crew, I said, hey, guys, I'm just letting you know we've already been tipped. The family is amazing. It's the second time we worked with them. I need you to go even further than you normally would, uh, knowing that you know this is here. And uh, they were ecstatic. I mean, like it was awesome. It was awesome. Um, so there's a whole bunch of little tips on ways to get a little extra out of your uh, vendors. Anybody got Mike, anything? Mike, really to quick add? for gratuities. What uh, I mean, I know what I think is common. What is common? Like, like just to educate the client right. a little bit. At, at a bar mitzvah here on the East Coast, like I, I believe that 10% of a bill usually works out really well. Um, and you know, mathematically it, it comes out to in the 50 to hundred, hundred and fifty dollar per person range. Um, sometimes it depends on what the role is. You know, if a DJ and MC are putting a lot more time and effort in than maybe a photo booth tech or a lighting tech. So often we would encourage to tip those people, those performers a little bit more. That's the thing too. And, and when you mentioned that too, some, and for, for clients, yes, you know, like when we bring a photo booth attendant, some people don't know that is considered a piece a part of your crew just because they're not out there dancing. Yeah. Lounge furniture, yeah. drop off people who clean and prep the furniture. That's all your crew. Right. 
That's why ten percent of the whole bill is is is, is awesome because EE that, enhancement operators, yep. right? That's all crew. So that's why ten percent works out really really nicely because let's say that you have a five thousand dollar package that's only entertainment based. Well, five hundred dollars goes to a five person team. That's not bad. Right. But then you have a ten thousand dollar where you have a ton of enhancements and you have a photo booth and you have a uh, basketball pop a shot. Well, those are all being talent. Manned. They're all being. Or manned, it comes yeah. with people who set up and break down and prep and clean and all that that are there touching the the equipment beforehand, right? Um, when I got married uh, in September, um, I asked about gratuity. They're like, it's included in your package. And I said, well, what does that really mean? And they said, well, anyone who touches anything in your room gets a piece of this lump sum. And I said, well, you know what? That's kind of deceiving because you have operators throughout the entire day who are doing it. I want to give something extra to those who are really working my event. So understand what gratuity policies are. Some people have them in place. Other people don't, especially vendor-wide. It's not always standard. For us, gratuity is not included. Always appreciated. Right. And that and that's and, kind of... And you guys hit the nail on the head because there's so many people behind the scenes that are there day of that are, you know, maybe they're longer than the MC and DJ, you know? The, yeah, the like you said, too. So we had... We had the equipment hours this, before. This past weekend, we obviously had uh, additional crew from, from our partner company, Total, that helped out. And when you came over and you gave them gratuity, they were probably like, yo... Oh my God! Yeah, they're probably like floored because they. I know for a fact that it's, it's rare that they sometimes get tipped. And, and, and not only now. did we have, a, you know, they, they had a four-hour setup, uh-huh. a five-hour job, but then what I didn't tell any of you guys is we had a fight for an elevator at the end of the night. Right. The caterer, the decorator, and the DJ were all fighting for one elevator to get out, and I mean it almost got hostile at the end of the night. So we could probably podcast all on that on on its own, <laughs> um, but. It got to the point where we were carrying trusses down flights of steps just because we didn't want to wait for an elevator anymore. Right. And if it wasn't for those roadies, you'd still be I might still be there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I had an eleven-hour workday for a four-hour party. Mm-hmm. We set up like a hundred feet of drape and stages and lighting and all kinds of stuff. So it was an eleven-hour workday, and even though it's a five-hour party, you know what I mean. Four hour so, party. so I, I want to close on on one thing. I just want to say, you know, we're human. Be human to us. Like, yes, you're hiring us. But treat us with respect. I think you know, we're cli- still professionals. One hundred percent. I think clients just need to realize that their event isn't just the five hours they have us booked on site. Yeah, that's it's, huge. Well, let's put it in perspective this way: we call them clients because it's an easy way, but we treat them like family, family especially when they treat us like family. Yep. Right. So you treat us like family. We want to treat you like family, and then the policy changes. Do unto others right? as you want done unto yourself. Right. But if you treat us like I hired you, yeah. Well, then you become a client again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. A client again. Great podcast, guys. I like this one. Client yeah. versus family. What do you think? Give us all your comments, all your thoughts. Um, we do, yeah, we do check the comments. We do Please. appreciate the feedback. I mean, we love this stuff. Um, we got a lot of really good feedback over the last few podcasts, and we were talking about it in our production meeting today. So we thank you for that, and we monitor it heavily, and we want to hear from you. So thank you for that. Thank you for the consistent support. And uh, yes, we're getting closer to the new year, boys. One or two more of these, and we'll be uh, singing into 2020. Nice. Well, thanks for tuning in, all. We'll see you back next week.